Hey, welcome to the Echo Youth Podcast, where we're going to talk about the Bible, how it applies to our daily lives, and have a lot of fun while we're doing it. My name is Brett Westerfield, and my wife and I are the youth pastors of Echo Youth Ministries at South Coast Christian in San Juan Capistrano, California. And I'm joined today by one of our youth leaders, Ben Wallace. Let's get it. Welcome back to the Echo Youth Podcast. Week 20. Is it really? Yeah, it's episode it 20. Episode 20, wow. Crazy. Um, welcome back. Um, before we get started, uh, one thing we'll say is that it is, what's the date today? 31st. May, 30, May 31st, 2020. We'll probably look yep. back on this date in the surrounding couple of weeks in our history books and mm-hmm. in the future, things going on, uh, riots in the streets. The country is feeling some unrest and it is um, getting crazy. So before we get started into all this, um, I just want to express that we are praying for justice, we're praying for peace. Um, first and foremost, we're praying for safety. There's a lot of people that are getting hurt right now and casualties and things like that. And so yeah. um, we encourage you to join us in praying that Jesus would um, bring his peace and hope over our country and that restoration would be made while also not forgetting about the justice that we want to happen for um, for people like George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery and people like that. So, Amen. That's how we're starting it. Um, cool. Um, yeah, we could talk about that for a long time. I'm still thinking about it. The other side of it, too, is we have a lot of... I've got family members. And we have a lot of law enforcement people at the church, and they're putting themselves yeah. in harm's way right now with all these riots. And we know that most of the protesters, actual protesters, are not the ones rioting and doing those types of things. So we, wanted, we want to uh, separate that. Um, there's people protesting for the right reasons and for a really good cause. And then there's people mm-hmm. coming in and ruining it with riots and violence and things like that. So yeah. let's be praying through the midst of all that. Um, but today to pick it up a little bit, we have an exciting, um, day set out for you and I'm going to close this door to the studio cause there's some weird noise going some on. Some rattling there. going on out here too. And, uh, so Ben's going to let you know what we got going on for today and then I'll be right back. Yes, sir. All right. So, this week, we're hitting day three of the Dangerous Prayers Bible plan we've been following on the YouVersion Bible app, and kind of read through it a little bit before recording, and I think it's going to be a really, really good day. And then after that, got a few questions for Brett over here, and then after that, we got a nice, great draft for you once again. Oh yeah, it's which a, I lost last week. Just to throw it out there. Yeah, so I'm up three now. We were we were head to head for a long time, but yeah, I'm for up like the straight eight weeks straight. Yeah, I'm up eleven to eight right now. So yeah. catching some momentum here. You hate to see that. This is how it was. That hurts my heart. In the very beginning, you the very beginning, like I was like four zero, like and then you came back. And yeah, yeah, so I'm just waiting for my time. It'll happen. It'll happen. Um, okay, so let's jump right into this Bible study, this Bible reading plan, let's Dangerous Prayers. Um, cool. So there's uh, five sets of scripture. I'm going to read through them. They're not very long. 
So we'll just talk about it and and then we'll talk about the topic of today. So uh, this first one is Psalms 139, uh, 23 and 24. It says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any grievous way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. And this was written by David. Mm-hmm. And the next one is Jeremiah seventeen nine. It says, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? So that kind of shows our human nature a bit. Um, and then First Samuel 24, 4 through 8 says, And the men of David said to him, Here is the day of which the Lord said to you, Behold, I will give your enemy into your hand, and you shall, to, you shall do to him as it shall seem good to you. Then David arose and stealthily cut off a corner of Saul's robe. And after David's heart struck him because he had cut off a corner of Saul's robe, he said to his men, the Lord forbid that I should do this thing to my Lord, the Lord's anointed, to put out my hand against him, seeing he is the Lord's anointed. So David persuaded his men with these words and did not permit them to attack Saul. And Saul rose up and left the cave and went on his way. Afterward, David also arose and went out of the cave and called after Saul, my Lord, the king. And when Saul looked behind him, David bowed with his face to the earth and paid homage. So that one's uh, interesting context. Um, if you don't know, Saul was a, and I'll, I'll try not to take too much time here, but run it. King Saul was king of Israel and he was anointed by God and then he fell kind of out of favor with God. And so then, um, God sent Samuel. That's why the, the, the book is called, um, Sam for Samuel. Um, and so God called Samuel to, um, who was a prophet and he, uh, asked Samuel to anoint um, David as the next king. And so this is after that. This is after David has killed Goliath. And now David is starting to catch some traction and people love David. And and Saul is seeing that David's favored by God. And so Saul wants to kill David. So there's there's kind of this... It's actually good for, to, to, for this time right now because there's some unrest between Saul and David. And Saul keeps trying to kill David, and David is trying to do the right thing. And so in this instance, uh, David comes up behind Saul in a cave, and he, it actually says Saul's like taking a leak. And so <laughs> he's using the restroom. So, yeah, so uh, David has um, an easy go at killing Saul if he wanted to, and he yeah. decides that's not what the Lord wants him to do. And so he honors that. Um, Right there. So there's that one. And then First John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If you've been to um, Echo Youth, we've been talking about that scripture. Yeah, we have. Um, over the past few weeks. We did a whole series on First John, actually. So that was cool. Um, and then Ro- the last one is Romans 3, 23-24. And this is the Apostle Paul writing to the Romans. He says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And are, and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Jesus Christ. Okay? And so the topic of today, and it talks about in the devotional, is search me. And so obviously we're talking about dangerous prayers. And um, the, the, the dangerous thing about asking God to search you is 
you're not just asking God to search for the good things, not just to search for your potential, not to just search for your calling, not to just... Sometimes when I when I used to pray that prayer, search me, O Lord, I used to think that God was going to search me and come out with the things that I'm really good at and he's called me to in my future. And, yeah. But sometimes when you ask God to search you, well, not sometimes, all the time, the good things do come out, but also the bad festering things that have been... Um, toxic to your spirit on the inside, those things have to come up and come out and to be to be cleansed and things like that. And so mm-hmm. sometimes it's a little bit of a painful process. Um, but that so that's why it's a dangerous prayer because if we truly ask God to search us and we truly mean it, um, we don't know what might come up. So um, that's kind of the overview. Dope. Ben has a couple questions, and so let's run that and then I do. We'll move on to the next section after that. Sweet. Okay. So. Question one for this week is uh, based off the scripture you just read in Jeremiah. Uh, Jeremiah says the heart is wicked and the heart, the human heart is evil. Yeah. So my question is, why does Jeremiah say the human heart is wicked? Because there's times in our lives where we think I'm a good person. How could my heart be wicked? What does he really mean by that? Yeah. So. It's crazy because we want we want to, you know, we, we always talk about like wanting to see the best in people and wanting to, um, and I think that's good. Obviously, I'm not saying not to do that. Yeah. Um, sure. But that's kind of the, the mantra is like, we're always like, hey, we, you, we, we want to see the best inside of us and see people's true potential. And, and I think that's what Jesus wants us to do. And, um, but the fact of the matter is, and th- this is what we have to get past in order to get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, we first in order to get to the place where we can see the good in people and we can understand that people are generally trying to be good and things like that, we first have to get um, past the fact that we, because of the sin of Adam and Eve at the beginning in the fall, right, and, uh, and what happened there, um, we are actually born with a simple, um, and to, I don't know, not to sugarcoat it, we have kind of a sinful we're born into a sinful evil world a fallen world a fallen nature and so our 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 hearts um can very easily easily be um, very wicked because of our human nature and so what it's saying right there is without god without jesus if we take those things out we'll see our hearts move in a very wicked direction and you see this right um you all in all of history but especially right now we see this in people in people of power and people I'm just normal everyday life people the people that are lacking faith and lacking relationship with God we see the the anger and the in the and the evil and the the fallenness of ourselves um, coming out and even some of us that are Christians and have been Christ followers for a long time sometimes this can fester up in us because um, we can fall into kind of our 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 flesh sometimes as as or our worldly desires, as some people would say, or the Bible would say, for sure. So I think that, and I think that would be the answer to that question: is why he's saying our heart is wicked, is because that's probably our first um, instinct. Mm-hmm. But being in community with uh, Jesus and um, with God and the Holy Spirit really helps us to navigate through that, so that we can see the good in people. We can yeah. be, be uh, inherently good. Dope. All right, question two I have this week goes also off the devotion part. The writer says, 
prayers like these are dangerous, so don't pray it if you don't mean it. Be forewarned, this prayer has the p- potential to convict you. Hmm. So what is the difference between being convicted by a prayer or the feeling of condemnation from a prayer is what I would ask. Because I feel like a lot of the times conviction is kind of overlooked. People think of it as a negative thing when in reality it's not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a big question. Yeah, sorry. No, no, no you're, you're good. I think... Well, here, let's do this. Um, for our listeners, because we have a, a typically young audience, mm-hmm. let's have some fun with this. Let's do it. And let's look up the definition of both so that we can start. Um, you want one? I'll get one. Yeah, why don't you grab uh, condemnation and I'll grab conviction. And that way we can um, start there so we so we have the clear yeah. defined definition of what we're talking about and then we could dive into it further so you go with condemnation first and then i'll do conviction and then we'll go through it sweet i got mine now so condemnation the expression of very strong disapproval is just the basic definition yeah and then conviction is a formal um declaration that someone is guilty of a criminal offense made by the verdict of a jury blah, blah 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 um or a firmly held belief or opinion. And I think sometimes it can be a mixture of those two things. Yeah, you're fine. So, okay. So here, here's what I would narrow it down to. And this is why I kind of had us read those definitions. Because yeah. condemnation is, like you said, it's, it's a little bit more simple, actually, than conviction. Mm-hmm. Condemnation is just the feeling or the pressure of of feeling like what you did was wrong, but then getting buried in that almost. I mean, if, if you say like you're here to condemn somebody or do that, it's, it's, you're, you're trying to bury someone in their wrong mm-hmm. and, and things like that. Conviction, even though obviously held in a negative context, because it's you being found guilty of something, conviction can be followed by action yeah. Of repentance. And that's why I think it's really important for us to, to notice kind of the differences. If we if we ask God to search our hearts and we, we truly mean it and God dives in there and he searches us and he brings up the stuff that is good in us. But then he also brings up the stuff that is um, eating away at our soul and those things in our in our in our evil thoughts and our things that we are um, doing wrong. What that does is God's not meaning God doesn't want to condemn us, right? Like I yeah. said, He doesn't want to bury us, right? But He He will bring conviction, and 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 um and what the conviction does is it's just us recognizing what we did wrong. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're guilty. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, that's that's totally wrong. And I, and then it gives us the opportunity to take a step forward of either. Well, there's two steps you could take. You could either stay practicing and stay living in your sin or you can repent and move in a different direction that's kind of what repent means it's just like a 180 turn it's just turning the other direction doing Mm -hmm. something else and so conviction is the start of a process whereas condemnation is like kind of an end of a process if that makes sense dope yeah it does for sure i think that was super good reading the definitions and breaking it down sweet so my last question for this week is one that's going to be right in your wheelhouse because we've talked about this on here a few times. Okay, and we've talked okay. about it just outside of this. And in Echo, 
But uh, what is the importance of reflection after a prayer like, search me, O Lord? Ooh, I'm big on reflection. <laughs> I already knew, homie. Um, yeah, so you guys have probably heard this a lot, but let's reiterate it. Reflection is, is obviously the process of understanding who we are. Understanding who we are in the moment of come as you are. And what I mean by that is... Jesus wants us to come as we are and to really be to really be grateful for that we have to recognize who we are in the moment if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. We can't be in denial of who we are. We can't be in denial of the things that we've done wrong. We can't be in denial of all those things or else we won't be grateful for the things that God has done for us and the reason we won't be grateful that Jesus took us as we were, right? If we thought yeah. we were perfect, we're like, no, dad, Jesus would take me as I am. I'm literally Perfect. awesome. You yeah. know what I mean? So, um, so, so the reflecting kind of gets you to that point. Um, but then I think this is also a, a good um, kind of a, a change to the conversation we've been having about reflecting because the scripture says, search me, oh God, right? And mm-hmm. and so what, what this means is, and what we talked about the last time I talked about reflecting is, I think it's good to have moments of reflection and and sit and think about the actions we've taken and the way we're living our life and how we're doing things. But I think it's 10 times more powerful. And I say 10 times, but I really, there's an unlimited amount, amount of more powerful of, (laughs) yeah, of power here is if when you invite God into that reflection, because there's things in you that you're not going to be able to see that if you invite God into it and say, search me, O Lord, then the things that you can bring t- attention to um, that come alive, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm, and so I think does. it's really important. It's important for us to reflect because there's some things that we can, we can start to like really self-correct on a lot of things, but there's some things we're not going to see and we have to ask God to search us. And also our focus should never fully be on ourselves. Like I said, I think I said this the last time we can have moments of reflection, which I am all about. Mm-hmm. As you guys know, I talk about reflecting all the time, but it shouldn't be a life of reflecting, right? Your life should be focused on, 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 or your vision rather should be fully focused on Jesus and what he's doing and his movements and how you can follow. Um, we were talking about this the other day, like, one of the common terms for a Christian to use is I'm a follower of Christ. But mm-hmm. um, it seems to me like, <laughs> and this is going to be harsh, because, but I felt this in myself. I, w- I would say a lot of Christians, more than we would hope, are more like Instagram followers of Christ rather than actual followers of Christ. And what I mean by that is that like, we f- we follow Jesus from a distance for a long time, and we mm-hmm. we we read. I mean, actually, I'm getting really harsh. Most most, not most. That's harsh. A lot of Christians probably don't even read their Bible on a weekly basis. <laughs> yeah. In terms of, they get it on Sunday, Wednesday, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they follow Jesus from a distance. They follow G- They follow their pastor's account of Jesus. Um, turn to the book of pastor whoever and mm-hmm. and they don't own it for themselves and follow Jesus themselves and this was a kind of this was kind of a thought that I was kind of wrestling with a, a couple weeks ago 
where it's like, man, if I'm going to say I'm a follower of Jesus, what am I actually actively doing to follow him? Like if that term is, if I'm going to use that term, I can't use it lightly because following Jesus means I have to walk. I have to move. I have to travel. I have to, Mm -hmm. I have to be okay with change. I have to be okay with the process of life and the pace of life that Jesus is going. If we outpace Jesus, we're not following him anymore. We're running past him, right? If we, if we, um, don't keep up with the pace of Jesus, we're way far behind, right? And so it's it's yeah. actually a very specific way of life to actually follow Jesus. And so I would encourage you guys, if you are, if you would consider yourself a follower of Christ, let's look at what that actually means, right? And, and how we can actually follow. And I kind of went on a rant there because we were talking about reflecting, but I think that's what this is no, really dude, about because... Great. Yeah, I think this is what this is really about because if we say search me, oh lord, right? That means that sounds to me like a like a face-to-face conversation that I have to have yeah. with God. I'm not going to slide into God's DMs and say search me, oh lord, <laughs> hey, yo, right? Me. And he sends yeah. back a spreadsheet of the things that I'm that's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Right? We're going to sit down and we're going to talk about it. And so yeah. let's not let our our following of Christ be a distant snapshot social media version of following, but let it be a without distraction, actively pursuing and yielding our will to what God is doing. Um, if that makes sense. It does, homie. So yeah. Dope. That was my last question for today. Cool beans. We are doing, I think we're doing pretty good on time here. Yeah, not bad. I was looking at it too. Um, okay. So, um, yeah, that was great. So just to recap, um, the biggest thing to remember is the, the dangerous prayer that we want to pray, but only pray if you're ready for it, is search me, O Lord. If you're not ready for that, if you're not okay with finding out what you need to fix in your life, then maybe you shouldn't pray that prayer yet, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but I would encourage everybody, we, we got to pray those types of prayers. Yeah, we do. We got to pray these dangerous prayers, not just the prayers of wake up in the morning, God, bless my day. Help me to have a good one. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Pray for my family. Like, those things are great, but at the end of the day, we have to start praying some prayers that make some changes in our life and changes in Challenge the world. Us, yeah. I, I, I saw this post, and it's so relevant for this time because we want the world to change. Racism is a really big topic right now, and it's a devastating truth, yeah, de- devastating reality in our in our country, and and uh, Ben and I have talked about this at length on different occasions. And I think to a certain extent, the general population has been way too lax on racism. I think, yeah. I think it's, it's not, I don't think it should be. Um, and I, and I can even, this is good. I can even find conviction in my heart for stuff like this, but they racism of any race shouldn't be the blunt end of a joke. It shouldn't be, Yeah. it shouldn't be the, the underlying elephant in the room in any conversation we're having, right? I, I think I think we really need to own up and 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 call for change. And I think um, all this is really good. And I actually don't remember where I was going with that, but that topic it's just in the minds right now. What was what was I? I was talking about what was I talking about? Uh, I wish I could remember. I was just. I don't know. Maybe it'll come back to you. If it comes back to you, just start going for it. Yeah, I was talking about... I don't know. But 
sorry, I don't want to hold hold this up, but basically going back to the topic of searching our hearts and 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 seeing what's actually in there, I think it I think it's good for right now because mm-hmm. during all of this, we really really need to take a look in the mirror and see where we're at and see um, what kind of steps we're taking towards change and and all that kind of stuff. That's so. Facts. Yes and amen. That's what Texas size ten four. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, oh, that's what I was. I think I was talking about was um, the thing about right now with with all this talk about um, racism and and the unrest in the country is you can either you can either actually search your heart and see where you're at or you could like put on a facade and just play along but like at the end of the day if you actually want to make some change you have to do something right yeah and you have to start taking steps forward it's like being passive about this stuff isn't going to help anybody and so um but it's a good time to be right now it's a good time to be a follower of christ it's a good time to be um a citizen of heaven and not a citizen of of uh, I mean, we're citizens of the U.S. and or citizens of wherever you live, um, but our ultimate citizenship is in heaven, and that's what that makes us true. all um, one people. So that's great. Um, okay, so moving on. Hope you enjoyed that. Hope that was good. Um, I know I got a little brain fart there at the end, but that's okay. It's all um, good. We are doing a a draft drum solo. We decided we want to go back to a battle royale. We haven't done one of those in a while. No, we haven't. So we've done an animal battle royale. We've done a Disney princess battle royale. Yeah, that one was probably our favorite. We did a... What are battle royales? Animals? Yeah, Yeah. I said that. We did animals. We did video game character battle royales. Yeah, we we did. did. Superheroes, villains, and sidekicks. Uh, Sidekicks, all battle royales, yeah. We did a lot of battle royales at the beginning. In the beginning. So we're doing a new one. Yeah, we are. And we are doing... This mi- one could get interesting. Sorry, I cut you off. No, 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 you're fine. This one um, is kind of... This one's kind of different. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> That's for sure. In, in the, the, the parameters of what we're actually Said drafting draft. are going to have to be... We're going to have to ask a couple questions here. Yeah, to, for sure. To clarify. But we're doing a Mystical Creatures... Or mythical creatures, whichever one you, whichever one you want to say. Um, let's battle go with royale. mythical. Mythical creatures battle royale. Mythical creatures battle royale. So basically, what I would say constitutes a mythical creature mm-hmm. would be a mythical non-human, <laughs> a, yeah. a non-human creature that is typically um, discussed in fiction. If that makes sense. Yeah. There's certain there's certain animals like that I might let slip into this topic that have been like extinct or not but they're kind of the the blunt end blunt, blunt end of that's not the right word I'm trying to think of. But they're viewed as very like mystical mythical creatures yeah. nowadays okay. if that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. No, so like out. to put an example this is not an animal any of us are going to pick but like the woolly mammoth, how, how big it is and all that kind of stuff, yeah. I would be okay with us drafting that as a mythical okay. creature. Yeah. Okay. Even though technically it's not a mythical creature. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, I'll let it slide. Everybody in the in the in the world out there, does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, it checks out. They they just told me. It checks out, okay. Um 
Rock, paper, scissors, homie. What do you mean? Oh, you're writing out the little little bracket for the I boys. got a couple more I I had a couple more ideas. Oh, okay. Write them down real quick. I need to take a dub this week, guys. Okay, here we go. Alright. Rock, paper, scissors. What are you doing, Dang. homie? You went so quick. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. No! I got clapped. That's I wanted the, to do scissors so bad. That's the first time in like... That you won on a first run in a while. That's the first time in like 10 weeks I've won rock, paper, scissors. No, you snuck one in like two, three weeks ago. But we did best out of three. But I beat you the first time. You just oh, wanted revenge. That's true. That's true. That's true. Okay. But it's all right. I'll let it happen this so time. I get the first overall pick. Yeah, this is kind of weird. I'm kind of happy the weight's off my shoulders, honestly. I think we're going to plan for five picks here. Yeah, because I don't have that many. I don't either. If we decide that we can go more, then we will. But Yeah, we'll play by ear. There's a clear pick here, so I think you're going to. Is there really? It. I think. I think there's a, there's a clear two. All right. I'm going to. Uh, okay. I don't know what you're thinking of, so this might be. The right one it might not be. Um, but I will pick, out of Mythical Creatures, I'm going to pick the Kraken. Yeah, that was one of the two. Okay. Yeah. Um, because of we play a lot of Sea of Thieves, and you've seen Pirates of the Caribbean. That's where I was and thinking, the, dude. Also, for this Battle Royale, it's, uh, it's land, air, land, sea, sea, any of them. It doesn't matter, yeah. Just put these, put these... Put these suckers in an arena and let them go. Yeah. So, the Kraken is a really big, like... Giant squid, but with... Huge teeth and tentacles yeah. that are way bigger. It's like a thousand feet long. Yeah. So, if you watch Pirates of the Caribbean, that's what we're thinking of here. That's what I picture right here. Right? Yeah, me too. Yeah. Which is like the scariest it's thing I've ever seen in my life. Literally massive. It swallows <laughs> an entire ship. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kraken 101. All right. Well, whereas that is pretty good, I think mine beats that. I'm going to go with a giant dragon. A dragon? Yeah. All right. All right. Dude, Smaug on the team. Dude, actually, Are you kidding me? That's filthy. I'm, I'm glad we're relating this to like movies. <laughs> some of these good movies, because you know when I just thought of a dragon, I was like, I mean, dragons are cool, but no, not like always... some little puny dragon. Well, yeah, yeah, no, you always hear the like the old fairy tales of like some just random dude slaying a dragon. So it's like if some random uh, dude in some yeah, armor can slay a dragon, I feel like a kraken could. But no, I'm talking like Lord of the Rings. Not, yeah, that's a pretty sweet dragon. He can talk too. Yeah, that's pretty cool. He's they, literally a beast. And they breathe fire. He got sniped by an arrow, but we won't talk about that part. Dragon was on my list for sure. I think dragon and kraken were the top two, but that's true. That's true. Um, now yeah, now it does even out right here, pretty much. Mythical creatures. Yes, sir. Should they be like animal types? Or like, I don't, cause there's some human type. I think it's still a mythical, mythical things. All right, I'm just gonna say what I would pick, yeah, but like you could totally shut it down, cause I, I'm kind of iffy about it. All right, well let me hear it. All right, so I'm thinking about like a wizard. Okay, that one I don't know. Right, cause it's like yeah, kind I don't of know like about that one. It's not really a mythical. Okay, I'm gonna cross it off. It's like mystical. Yeah, it's but mystical, it's not a creature. but it's like. I don't think it's a creature. Yeah, it's just like they're all just humans. Okay. Um. 
So then, I also had Titans on there. I'm gonna take that one off. Yeah, I just erase that one too. But the one that will, the one that I do do think, or yeah, the one that I do think could apply, that I'll pick here, is a nope. I'm gonna wait. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I want to pick a Phoenix. Okay. So Phoenix yeah, is like a, 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 a big giant bird that's on fire, um, and obviously. Fire has been used for a millennium um, in wars and tactics and uh, things like that. So I'm picking the Phoenix with my second overall pick. That's a good pick. Kind of create a wall of fire around your... or maybe Except even my dragon circle. literally breathes fire, so... That's true. Oh, so I got to have a fire creature Yeah, we got fire well. with fire. Okay, there we go. So that's good. I got a Kraken and a Phoenix. You got a dragon. Yeah, what dragon. Are you, what are you picking now? And oh, uh, let me look at the board here. What's yeah, available? Yeah, mm, <laughs> indubitably. I'm gonna go with. I don't know how deadly or crazy this one is, but I gotta combat the kraken. I'm just gonna. Does the Loch Ness monster count? It counts. All right, so yeah, I'm gonna take that's that. Definitely a mythical or a mystical creature. Old Nessie. I gotta have something to combat the kraken. There's actually a better pick there, but it's fine. Yeah. Well. I'm just going to mess with your head, though. Yeah, I don't believe you. <laughs> I could pick it right now if you want. I don't want you to. <laughs> I <don't laughs> I've lost three weeks straight. <laughs> um, he says, I don't want you to. Okay. Um, I'll pick it with my last pick because you won't pick it. And then I'll okay. tell you what it is. Okay. And then I'll win. All right. Um, okay, so with this pick, I'm going to pick a werewolf as my Garbage. next mythical creature. Garbage. My dragon will smoke them out in two seconds. Werewolves are so dope. They're so yeah, cool. It says Twilight. Well, okay. No, actually, okay. <laughs> Not one so, of those werewolves. Well, those are actually pretty sweet too. But the the one I was actually thinking about, have you ever seen like the newer like Red Riding Hood movie? Um, I saw the trailer for it. I know what you're talking is about. Is it the though. Huntsman? No. There's one it's of them. It's just but, like the live action one. Yeah, and it has that werewolf that's hood. like super. Um, I've seen the trailer. So instead of like the big bad wolf, the movie, they like portray it as a werewolf. Yeah. And uh, that's that actually pretty spooky looking. Absolutely frightening. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just it's this massive spooky. wolf. Um, so that's that's mine. So I got one for the sea. I got one for the ground. And I got one for the air. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Not gonna lie. I'm gonna take on your werewolf. With Bigfoot, dude. Bigfoot. I'm taking Bigfoot. That's or good. Or a Sasquatch, if you will. According to Finding Bigfoot, they grow to like nine feet tall. Bigfoot. That's good. Okay. That's the most mythical creature that's out there. Of course. Um. I will pick a... A pick uh, kind of based on Narnia here. Okay. And, oh, I'm stuck between two, actually. You got to make a choice. All right, I'm going to go with a centaur. That's what the one I thought you were going to pick. Okay. I was stuck between a minotaur and a centaur. Minotaur is a... Minotaur is a bull. It's a bull head on a human body, which kind of doesn't make sense. Yeah, no. It's not really. Centaur is cool. definitely the better pick. Minotaur looks cooler, 
because it's and like it's this look, big beefy dude, tougher. but yeah. it's not as fast or whatever. So a, a, centaur, a centaur is, quick is the body of a horse, um, and then like where the neck of a horse would be, it's like a torso up of a human. Yeah. So they have if arms. If you've seen Narnia, yeah. If you've seen Narnia, that's Thomas. That's what it is. Yeah. So they centaur. have they have arms. They can wield like swords. That one centaur in Narnia is actually sick, and he's just wielding that giant sword, just slaying people. It's crazy. Um, yeah, dude. Now I want to watch Narnia. Dude, I don't know if I have it, but if we do, if I Next do, week. we should watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, and they you can have you you can have really any weapon that you want from the waist up, and then just run as fast as a horse, which is pretty sweet. So that's my yeah. You have you'll have some mad maneuverability speed there is a good pick exactly you're gonna have to come up with some with two hot picks here yeah i got a good one right here pal okay i'm gonna go with a griffin a griffin yeah which is a lion-like kind of thing with a bird head and wings but it still has feet yes Uh, no i i i i've seen it so it's a yes so it's a lion body yeah so with the like super sharp um Mm -hmm. uh claws and stuff yep. and power and strength and running ability but it can with, fly it can fly and then it's got a big old bird beak in the end. yeah it's got a beak instead of like a lion's head that's pretty tough which in it's a really great it's actually a really good pick because they have like the they also have like the they still have the talons so they can pick things up and stuff like that yeah they have two feet that are like lion's feet and two that are like uh bird bird mm, makes sense I, if I was going to make up that creature, I would have left it with a lion's head, though, because it's a little more scarier than a bird head. But Yeah, I mean, a bunch of teeth. Beaks are pretty dangerous, too, though. They are. I mean, if you think about it, like, I just picked a horse man, so, like, it's not the super scariest thing in the world. But but they go ham. But so I, I'm not saying it's a bad pick. I think it's good. All right. Final pick here, Chief. I actually have a couple more picks, man. I don't know if okay, I want to go out like more. this. I have Do few. you have a few more? Yeah, I have, like, three more. Okay, well, I'm going to pick the pick that you should have picked. Okay. Um, with your number two pick, I'm gonna pick a megalodon. Yeah, that's garbage. <laughs> Instead of the Loch Ness monster, <laughs> the Loch Ness monster is epic. <laughs> megalodon, yeah, right. That's one of the ones you were hinting at when you talked about like real things that are just extinct. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. I yeah, mean, that's why I thought, a giant that, shark. That's why. That's why I thought you would have you would have got it on the second that second. I mean, pick. I thought of it, but I didn't think it was that cool. I mean, okay, the Loch Ness monster is actually sick still. But that's I, literally like, epic. The only thing that like, like taints my view of it would be like, um, that one movie that they came out with about it, and it's just and like, it's this just little, this little baby. It's a little yeah. baby, and he grows up with it. And it's like his friend. Um, yeah, well, you have to read the actual stories from yeah, like the it's 20th. a monster. I get it. I get it. Yeah, it's still a good pick. That's monster. The megalodon's like the biggest shark you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, that that's is pretty filthy. scary. They have the movie, it's like the Meg. It's like yeah. absolutely huge. That's the one thing I've been disappointed with about um uh not actually that disappointed, but Sea of Thieves, the Megalodons aren't mm-hmm. actually that big. They should be bigger, I think. What a ripoff, dude. But it's okay. Anyways. Alright. Continue. So that was my fifth pick, Megalodon. What's your fifth pick? Uh I don't actually know if I have any other good picks. We could just end it unless you have two uh, more don't good, picks. Have good ones okay i'm gonna go with a banshee what is a banshee it's the chick that just screams like crazy and stuff I'm like gonna, that's where it's screaming from a banshee like a banshee comes from 
Dude, I'm totally out of it. I don't know. Okay. Look at look it up for me. This is what they look like. They're actually terrifying. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Legitimately terrifying. That's really scary. It's like an old Irish folktale of like this girl who's like screaming in the woods and stuff. That's actually spooky, dude. Yeah, that's <laughs> terrifying. Scared. Well, the only banshee I knew of, and this is kind of, this is a little bit redneck, but the only banshee I knew of was like a four wheeler. You ever, you ever, Bruh, ridden, you yeah, ever ridden a banshee? I know what a banshee is. <laughs> but that that makes sense now because they definitely scream. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's where you that that, that yeah, like okay. phrase came from. I get it's it. Old folk tale. When when someone said screaming like a banshee, I always thought about the the quad, the four wheeler. Well, you're really out of loud. touch, homie. I am super out of touch. Oh well, oh well. A banshee. Okay, yeah, but that good. that thing is terrifying. That will scare your whole little baby team away. That is, I mean, that's a that's a pretty good one. I would say like the. We've got some pretty good matchups here, so I feel like the kraken. And the dragon match up pretty well. I don't know. Yeah. The, Kra- the Kraken's no, kind of strong. It's pretty strong. But um, it can't but get like, out of the water. I mean, you can think about like a dragon and a Loch Ness monster against the Kraken. That makes a little sense. The Phoenix actually isn't super combative. It's just more strategic, I guess. The Werewolf and Bigfoot square off pretty good. Centaur and the Griffin with like the Phoenix. The Banshee yeah. and Banshee and the werewolf i think i've got the c for sure here with a meg yeah, and the kraken but we'll see we'll see how we'll see how the people vote here because you got some pretty strong air and land yeah my water here. is a bit weak with the Loch Ness monster i picked that more for the meme but no it makes sense when you're it. voting don't think of the little baby thing brett was describing <laughs> think know. of the actual Loch Ness I monster know. it's a monster come on okay so let's go over the lists here um, so I had the first over picks. So I'll read mine first. I had a, I drafted a Kraken, a Phoenix, a werewolf, a centaur, and the Megalodon. And then, or the Meg, the Megalodon. Okay. And then yeah, Ben the drafted a dragon, Loch Ness monster, Bigfoot, a Griffin, and a Banshee. So we'll That's see. That's pretty good. I think, I think it is pretty good. The only thing I'm worried about is if people will know what a griffin and a banshee is. Well, hopefully look they it do. Up and do your research. Hopefully they do because those are good picks. But that would be my only worry for you. For me, yeah, to that is a worry. Start You're, going up twelve yeah. to eight. That's fine. I came back from four last time. That's true. Okay, let's read um, some. I have like four or five uh, have, honorable mentions. I have three. And so one of them that was on my list was a yeti. I had a yeti. That was one. Um, which that would have been a good pick for Bigfoot. Just to, that'd be a fun fight. Yeah. Um, another pick I had was a vampire, but I didn't know if that's a mythical creature. I or thought not. The, I I debated putting it. I thought that one would have counted because werewolves similar. Yeah. So a vampire. Uh, the other one was a minotaur. We talked about that. It's like a bull head yeah. on a man. And then another one I had was a troll. Okay. Like uh, yeah. like in Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. and they're just kind of big. Yeah, check that out. And then the other thing, move my chair. The last one I had was giants, and I didn't know if I was gonna pick that or not. I don't know if it's okay. a mythical creature or not, but I mean, I guess, yeah, like huge giants are mythical creatures. Yeah, just big dudes. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> but I thought the creatures were more fun, so I decided not to pick. Yeah, giant, giants. the only other one I had that you didn't just mention was a zombie. 
Then I was like, oh, that's I saw kinda, zombies on there. It's kind of like lame. It's I didn't pick it because it's very it's it's very up for debate. Yeah, I don't a know if it's of, a mythical creature, right? Rightly. Well, that, but then also like the 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 way of the zombie is very debatable. Some obviously there's a lot of movies that portray zombies as like slow moving idiots, and there's yeah. some like I Am Legend where they're like literally Insane like insane hundred yard sprinters. Yeah, yeah. And they're like they're yeah just super athletic. There's kind of a mix where they're just like normal yeah. human type with like broken legs, dragging on and stuff. So it'd be hard to say like how good it would be in yeah, a fight. Yeah, it could just absolutely get clapped. Because most of the time, well, that's the thing. Most of the time, zombies aren't good in a fight. Yeah, no. They're just good in huge numbers. Yeah, hordes so, of so them. So it was a good choice to not pick it, I think. Yeah. Because I would have... I would have. It would have got wrecked by a kraken. Yeah. We would just eat that thing. Just that's tentacle, true. wrap them up that's and eat it. That's good eating. For a kraken, not yeah. for me. Oh, yeah, I hope so. Well, maybe rest a zombie. <laughs> Minecraft, rotten Yeah, those flesh. zombies are garbage. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> if it was one of those zombies, that wouldn't even be a choice. Exactly. Okay. So that's it. Um, we'll see. That should be a fun one for the for the polls. Yeah. Um, I think everybody, guys, girls, adults, kids, everyone, teenagers, has at least seen a movie or read a book with some mythical creatures in it. So yeah, let us know ones we missed. Yeah. Let, yeah. If we too, if, if you have if, any complaints. Yeah. If we missed any of them that you're like, Hey, uh, you really dropped the ball on this one and you should have got this. Yeah, feel free to then let us just know. Let us know. Roast us in the comment section. of. And while you're doing that, something. give us a different idea. Oh yeah. We need your draft ideas. So, uh, hit it up. It'd be really beneficial. <laughs> it would be cause we're running we've, out of ideas here. We've been coming up with these like, on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that's it. Hope you enjoyed it. Remember to um, let's let's pray dangerous prayers this week, and let's ask yep. God to search our hearts, and especially during a time like this where there's there's really some some searching that we that needs to be done in all of us to see where we're at and how we can better help our communities and the people around us. So, with that being said, um, yeah, we hope you have a good week. I'm Brett. And I'm Ben. And cue the outro.